you're kind of sold this dream that women can have it all. You can run a business and you can get pregnant, you can have kids. I was working from home four days after I've had the baby and Kev coming in and he'd just been to an award ceremony and I felt quite a lot of resentment. It's been a journey to try and figure all that out. I think the message to my daughter is really strong and it's to her benefit because what she's seeing is, you know, somebody who's working hard. Don't be that child who, you know, hides behind a sore finger. Go to netball and get on with it. I was working two jobs. We were just eating loads of takeout, putting all of our energy into work. But I'm sure our friends and family were a bit worried about us. It felt like 14 hour days, seven days a week. We also have this immigrant mentality where our parents just worked and worked and worked. They struggled to relax and I've always been taught that keep progressing, keep progressing because you never know when it's going to be taken away from you. We've always managed with Leila. However, recently she's had diagnosis of ADHD, Asperger's, depression. Being a business owner has meant that if and when she needs me, really needs me, I drop whatever I need to and I'm there for her. Hard work is key. Like, it looks very nice once you've got to a stage where you have got that balance. And there's some really low lows as well. Um, but then there's also very high highs. Hello and welcome to the Right at Home franchise podcast. You're joining us at the Shard in central London today as we discuss balancing family life with building a business with Jen and Amy from the network. My name is Amy and um, I've been trading in Southampton and Solent with my partner Kev for about seven and a half years now. Um, we took on the Southampton Territory about three years ago, so yeah. Fantastic, great stuff. Over to you, Jen. And my name's Jenny, and I um, have been trading for five years. In fact, it's my fifth birthday today, I think it's Happy the 1st of March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, uh, have, I'm looking after Boreham Wood and Watford, but it's mainly Boreham Wood, Elstree, so the film studios and Radler and a few villages around there. Fantastic, brilliant. Is it all right to learn a little bit more about your family sort of setup and your kind of home life? Yeah, so um, I've got two daughters. So I've got Mila, who's five, and Vera, who's two. Um, and we also have our parents who live quite close by. So mine and Kev's parents live like literally five or ten minutes away, um, which gives us a lot of support. Um, we have a big extended family as well. So always lots going on. Um, at our house and you know just things generally loads of events and things to attend so Keeps quite busy. busy yeah definitely does keep us <laughs> that's busy good. Yeah. yeah that's good that's good how about yourself Jenny um so I live with my husband and my f- I've got a 15 year old daughter um and I am all, you know do a lot with my family actually but they don't live too local I live between where my brother lives and where my parents live so often it ends up they meet in our house and I've got uh, my brother's got four kids young they're like gifts because my daughter's just not interested in hanging out with her mum until she needs money Um, (laughs) so yeah they don't really support um but you know my husband and I you know we we both manage with we've always managed with Leila now she's 15 it's a lot much easier 
However, we have recently had quite a lot of trouble with her and she's had sort of some diagnosis of ADHD, uh, Asperger's, depression. And being a business owner has meant that if and when she needs me, really needs me, I drop whatever I need to and I'm there for her, which is great. Um, but also she is, it can be difficult in terms of her, not not the business. Sure. Business is a break going to work. Business is a break. Mm. Well, okay. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and my husband, so my husband's a press photographer and he travels a lot. So he's been away, for example, the last three days. Um, he does a lot of the royal stuff. So when he's gone, he's gone. So it's school runs. She's in a school, which is a half hour drive away. So it's an hour long round trip on either side of the day. Um, and, you know, then coming home at 6, 6.30, trying to get some kind of exercise, and which I manage every day, <laughs> and then start thinking about what, you know, cooking and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, so by the time we sit down and eat, it's late. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have no complaints at all. I love it. Mm-hmm. So would you, would you say that, obviously, being a, a franchise owner has enabled you kind of the flexibility that you need at this stage in your life that maybe you wouldn't have had in absolutely. employment or yeah, previous? Yeah, absolutely. Because most of the time it's smooth running, but at times where I have had a difficult time, where she's struggled, I have just been there for her and been able to bring her into town for appointments or, you know, uh, she has sessions every week. So making sure that I'm available to do the sessions as well, because I have to too. So I couldn't do that if I had a job. A ma- you know, a manager would just say, you know, what's your priority? Is it work or is it your family? Um, But I can make up all my other work, my work stuff. Anytime I need to, I can get up at three in the morning and work, which I often do anyway. But, you know, it's, it's, it's much easier. So before life is, let's go back to sort of the beginning before life uh, as a a writer home franchisee, what, what did you do, uh, Amy? And how did you find balancing your previous uh, role with sort of family life? So um, we started our write-at-home journey when um, we were 29 and Kev was 30 at the time and I was an optician and he's an accountant. Um, So we had like very strict nine-to-fives. You kind of go in, do your thing and there's no kind of baggage to take home. You don't need to worry about what's happening in terms of management, in terms of staffing. Um, So we had a really good balance, actually. And I think a few people thought we were quite crazy to start a business, um, (laughs) especially in care where we've got no experience. So, yeah, we had a good thing, (laughs) I think. Um, But we were both kind of also getting bored in our careers and wanting a bit more of a challenge. We wanted to make a difference. Um, Yeah, we wanted kind of like, a you know, something that we can give our all to. And we we just felt we weren't getting that in our careers. Mm -hmm. So when we started right at home, we didn't have any children which um, meant that the first two years we literally lived and breathed the right at home values and and we've really worked hard. We're working seven days a week, um, often until, you know, 9, 10, 11 at night, um, just grabbing some takeaways. We like lived on takeaways that first year and we, we got quite fat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we worked really hard and And I got pregnant after, I think it was a year and a half of us starting and our our growth was actually skyrocketing. Um, And that was exactly when I fell pregnant. And I was kind of like, yeah, I can do this. And 
you know like yeah, every, what was that like, the emotion like at that point what well were you we wanted feeling? to have kids yeah we, we, we've always loved kids so we wanted to have kids um but you know you're kind of sold this dream that women can have it all and you can run a business and you can get pregnant you can have kids and everything's going to be you know great and I think you know we're one of those first generations where people are like yeah you can have it all and you get support from your husband you get support from the family whereas before the roles were quite strict weren't they um so I had that ideal ideology in my head and I was like yeah I'm gonna do it all and then like sickness hit and like everything started hitting and you know I'm really glad that Kev was around in those months because you know luckily we could like bounce off each other but I know I knew he was feeling the strain as well because me and him do very different things in the business so he had to quickly pick up my things and then when I was back I was like you know so it was just like we were on a kind of in a rat race um through the pregnancy and I really didn't know what was going to hit me when when I had Mila because <laughs> again I just thought you have a baby looks like it does when you in the movies and you know <laughs> and yeah it's really not like that it's not it? <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that yeah. it's hard for me to say <laughs> yeah. but I can imagine it's not Jen is it <laughs> No, it's it's emotionally and mentally, you know, it's it's hard. Yeah, yeah new baby. Yeah, so it was tough, and I think that's mm. when our balance completely tipped. And mm. for those first two years of of having Mila, I went back full time. I went back at short maternity. Just really, I was working from home from four days after I've had the baby. I remember being wow. on my laptop and Kev coming in, and he'd just been to an award ceremony, and we we're just talking about that. And I I felt quite a lot of kind of bit of resentment because I was like oh, I want to be back in the business but also have to be really grateful because we've had this lovely baby and you're kind of just like going through all of those emotions so yeah it's been a journey to try and figure all that out yeah um, and I've and you don't like have a blueprint because everyone's experience is so different so you can't you know your experience would have been very different to mine so it's you know it's hard you have to figure it out yourself absolutely Did, was it useful sort of having others within the network that might have had similar journeys kind of getting advice from other people or from national office was there any sort of useful advice that you got kind of along along the way to be honest there weren't that many people who were you know a similar age to me or having mm -hmm. children at that time I think now there's um, a few others and I know I met someone at the conference um, this year and she had just had a little boy Amazing. and it was so nice for me to talk to her and you know she was like how did you do this and how did you do that and I could see she had the same excitement and work but yeah. also she was going through that kind of like journey within her own mind of okay how am I going to figure this out with having having a baby and, and doing it all so so yeah it's um yeah, I, I just started reading books, to be honest, and, yeah. and figuring out from other other women who'd been on on this journey. And there's a book by um, uh, Sharon, I think I've got the wrong name, Cheryl Sandberg. Mm -hmm. She was the CEO of Facebook, and she, you know, went through a similar journey. So I read that book, and that really gave me some strength and some ideas of how to kind of balance everything. Um, but yeah, I think we're we're starting a women's group within the franchise. Amazing. Um, which I think is going to be really, really helpful. Um, for, you know, for the reasons I've just mentioned, there's a complete different struggles and um, journeys for women franchisees, which I think we really need to address and look at. So getting getting a group of females together, sort of to share yeah. problems, challenges, opportunities, yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amazing. So hopefully that will help um, as well. Brilliant. No, that's fantastic. Uh, how about yourself, Jenny? So take you to life sort of before right at home finding right at home what was your 
So, so I was really lucky because I was doing something quite similar in that I was a registered manager. So my background was nursing um, and then I was recruiting nurses and then I went into home care providing nurses rather than both, but mainly nurses. Um, But I'd always wanted my own business. And this type of business is high risk. It's just not the kind of thing you could do on your own, I don't believe. Um, So when I've found out about these franchises, I thought, this is perfect. This is, you know, investing a bit of money and um, actually, you know, because I was making a lot of money for other people as well. And I was becoming a bit like, this is, you know, we're we're owned by uh, private equity firms. It's all about profits. And, you know, so it happened at the same time. I was just ready to move on, but I didn't know what business when I found the franchise. And in fact, I met with a different um, company prior to Right at Home, and I was a little bit turned off by their vibe, probably more than anything. And then I came across Kate. Um, So I've got a lot of experience in managing the a lot a lot of the areas of the business, um, which has helped me in a lot of ways. But also, it's difficult because you lack confidence sometimes when you've got a you know senior people in within my business who who put their opinions across. So this year, I feel like I've definitely gained a backbone and said, "No, I've been doing this for twenty odd years. I know what I'm doing." And this is what, you know, this is my vision. This is what we're going to achieve. It's going to take hard work. Uh, I've just lost my registered manager after four and a half years. And I think she just didn't like the new me this year, which is fine. Um, So, yeah, that was life before I worked in town. So I was in town every day, which I loved. Um, You know, yeah, my daughter was going to school and I had everything set up with childcare and pick up from school and, um, and with my husband's job as well, because he does a lot of being away when he's home, he's available yeah. 24-7. So he very much looks after the house and, and my daughter and food also, <laughs> <laughs> shopping. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that was what I was doing before. So now I'm really in my local town and I'm in my community, which I love. I know so many people just walking the streets, you know, just like, yeah. oh, and chat. And so different, but very similar as well. Yeah, and, and that community is definitely something that really stands out as right at the core of what Right at Home is all about. So that, absolutely, I'm sure that resonates with a lot of a lot of people. So obviously, running and growing a business is is really challenging. Um, talk me through some of the initial challenges that you faced and some of the sacrifices that you had to make in getting the business going uh, to the level it's at today and what sort of impact did that have on family life so when i resigned from my position i remember my md saying to me jenny are you crazy you are going to be looking for a carer and a client you need to put the two together do you realize how challenging this is going to be and i said i know but somehow it worked. I had one or two carers who were really committed to full time and to do anything. So as the clients were calling up, I could send these carers out. So it wasn't challenging per se, more time consuming trying to, you know, the the uh, compliance side, yeah, um, the care plans and the schedules and um but I, but it was also for me, it was a big bud. I loved it, and you do work really long hours and. 24-7, seven days a week. I mean, I would be in the office, but I loved it. I just, yeah. So challenges, 
the first registered manager I had was actually very good at talking the talk. So I lost her very quickly and as at the peak of my growth. I mean, we grew really quickly at the beginning and I was completely on my own. <laughs> Didn't have anybody. It was incredible, really, when I look back. Um, that was probably the hardest part, was fixing things that she had kind of gone wrong with, as well as building new business and having that vision and wanting the growth. In terms of sacrifices, I think my biggest sacrifice at the beginning was travel because travel's my happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Ken saying to me, how, how are you going to cope without, you know, your holidays? And I was like, it'd be fine. And it was, but I was desperate to travel as well. And I managed to, I think probably in my first year, probably, yeah, I managed to have a week in Italy or something. Um, and then after that, once we were much more established, I've, do, I've done more traveling, obviously then covid um, I wanted to be away this week, but then my RM has resigned. So there's lots of different things, but and I will. But I've done my travelling. I've got the money to do the travelling that I want to do. Um, but no, no real sacrifices. I don't think. I mean, when my daughter says, "Oh, you know, you're always working. You're on your phone," and I just say to her, "You know, I'm I'm able to afford you lovely things, and and we have a nice, comfortable life." Um, because we have two business, you know, we have two businesses in this family and, you know, we can do whatever we want because I work really hard. So actually, I think the message to my daughter is really strong yeah. and it's to her benefit because what she's seeing is, you know, somebody who's working hard. So if a carer calls in sick with, you know, I broke my toe or something and then, you know, my daughter calls and says, mum, I can't go to netball because, you know, I hurt my finger. I just go, don't be that child who, you know, hides behind a hurt sore finger, go to netball and get on with it. So it actually, I can't see many sacrifices for me personally. Um, I don't work with my husband, thank the Lord. <laughs> I just don't know if I can do it. It works for some, I can imagine yeah. others not so much. But he's there, he's a director on the business, in the company and yeah. he, you know, he has a good understanding of what's going on at all times and we talk a lot. Um, but I am on my own and that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, my losing my registered manager, she was my everything. I never thought I'd lose her. Um, and it was very sudden, uh, and you realize you are on your own, but at the same time, I feel that, that I'm a bit of a survivor and I can kind of do anything. Nothing's going to stop me. So there's also positives, but not many sacrifices. I can't think of any, just travel. Yeah. I think in terms of sacrifices for us, it was probably a little bit different because I love your mindset and I love how you're kind of like, yeah you know, actually my kids are seeing me work um, and they're seeing me kind of do things and that's going to make them kind of bigger and stronger and um, and really inspiring actually. Um, but I think where we were, you know, quite young at the time, I feel like I've kind of grown up through Right at Home and I feel like at the beginning I, I was just like, yeah, I can do everything and I'm not sacrificing anything. When we got to the pandemic, we looked back and we were like, we're totally burnt out. We've been working way too many hours. We've actually missed a lot of like Mila's like, you know, first things. And we all, we are really proud that we can also show her that, you know, mum and dad work and they work really hard. And that's why we have all these nice things. And, and like you said, you know, very much echoing everything that you said. Um, but I think we've learned to work smart now. Yeah. Um, and the pandemic really gave us that time to reflect and be like, okay, we're at a certain stage. We need to rethink the way that we that we work. Um, so yeah, I don't think we had any balance, to be honest. And we couldn't see it because we were just running and working. Mm. Um, and that gave us time to just stop and be like, okay, hold on. What are we doing? How are we doing it? And although 
you kind of feel like, yeah, like you said, we're not scared of anything and we're really ambitious. I'm ambitious and I think a lot of entrepreneurs are. Um, so you could just keep going for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we didn't have the balance. We, 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 um, we're definitely working on that now. So still not not there, but we're we're definitely. Finding but I also it. think it's different because it's both of you as yes, well. So you yeah. really are both consumed. Whereas because my husband has nothing to do with it, yeah, he is. You know, he he very much looks after lots of other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, and I'm really grateful. It's successful in his field of work. So we're in a really nice position um, in terms of. You know, we, we, we've put our house on the market and we're buying a new house and it's really exciting and, you know, yeah. all those kind of things. So, yeah. but I think it's different to having to work with your husband in terms of both of you are consumed by it. Yeah. When there's a problem for one of you, it's for both of you. Definitely. Yeah. It's the conversation, it's the, yeah. the constant yeah. discussions and yeah. it's always with you. Whereas that doesn't happen. Yeah. Right? It's very true because we're, we're equally passionate. Yeah. So when one person's like super passionate, the other one's like, can we just stop talking about this and watch Netflix? <laughs> um, and then, you know, when the other person's passionate, the other one doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's go for a walk or Ex- something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's finding that kind of space where actually we have to be husband and wife outside the business. We can't just talk about business all the time. Um, but we also have this immigrant mentality where our parents just worked and worked and worked. And, you know, honestly, I don't think they ever found a balance until they're retired. And even now they struggle to kind of like relax. Yeah. Um, and I've always been taught that keep progressing, keep progressing, because you never know when it's going to be taken away from you. Um, but I think, like I said, we can learn to kind of find that balance and actually be like, OK, we don't have to do what the previous generations did. We just have to find our new normal. Um but again, trying to like piece that together and what it looks like um, when you've not seen it before um, is a journey we're on. But I think it's, I mean, it's interesting we say about immigrants because my father's the same. He was an mm. immigrant in England um, yeah. at 18 and, you know, he still gets, the, you know, he's in his 80s. He still gets the bus and, you know, refuses to, you know, he worked really, really hard and we were always very careful with yeah. everything that we had. Yeah. And I think that is so positive on so many levels. Absolutely. Um, I've never thought of it like that, actually. Yeah. Because where I live, they're all born and bred, Bournemouth mm-hmm. and Elstree. There's a big Jewish community. Um, and then there's a few of us ruffians hanging around as well in the ghetto. Yeah. Um, but they're different to me yeah for me nothing phases me and i think that probably is seeing yeah. my own father build, definitely makes you stronger work hard definitely yeah. yeah yeah so brilliant thank you no, that's really that's really good um amy in terms of you sort of said you're you're still working at finding that that right balance in particular kind of the, the pandemic period was a real challenge was there any kind of strategies or practices you kind of put in place in terms of how you could strike a better balance? Did you say we need to have X number of weeks a year where we go and do something for us and for for the family? Did you put anything in place at all that, that helped find that balance? Yeah, I think we, we've we learned to let go. Um, we're not so particular about every single thing that happens. Um, before, you know, we'd be so involved in the business and if something went wrong, it almost hurt because you worked so hard to get there. Um, but we've learned to let go. We've learned to let mistakes happen. Um, we're more reflective. 
And we do do that rule where you don't talk about work after this time. Um, yeah. And both of us individually have taken on things for our own well-being that we don't do together as well. Um, so, yeah, there's a few things that we've put in place and, you know, we have to nudge each other to be like, okay, come on, you've got to do that and you've got to do this. But it has been, um, what's the word? You know, we've had to put it in place. It's not just something like, okay, now we're going to have a balance. We, we've had to really work at it and figure it out. Um, yeah, even as simple as during the working day, go out for a walk, have a break in the day. You don't have to kind of just keep working through and try and solve all the problems on that day. Um, so yeah, simple things, but impactful we found. So. I'm saying, have you noticed that actually making a difference? Definitely, sort of in, yeah, in, yeah. In we're we're much we're much calmer. We're much more reflective. We'll take time to look at what's going on in the business rather than reacting. Before we were very reactive and um, trying to, like I said, solve everything. Um, when we're on holiday, um, Kev had to take his laptop with him to do invoicing um, for many, many years. And the fact that we're at a place where we can employ people to do certain things as well. So sometimes when you start your own business, it's not that easy at the beginning. You know, you, you can't just be like from day one, I'm going to have a really balanced <laughs> kind of approach because like Jen said, you're just working all the, all the time to grow the business. So we are fortunate that we've got a fantastic team now and we can take that step back and, um, and um, think about ourselves a bit more. Is it all right to take me through what a day in the life looked like for you at the outset of your journey and say a month ago? What what do those sort of days look like for you? So at the beginning, I was up and out extremely early um, and in the office because that's my quiet time before the phones start ringing. Um, whereas now, uh, I might be at the office at 9.30, you know, because I just want to fit in walking. I do a lot of walking to try and kind of, yeah. So um, I had to do everything. So I had to be massively efficient and organised, which doesn't come naturally for me. Um, Whereas now a lot of the work is um, given to other people and that makes a massive difference. So it's empowering others. Um, as Amy said, um, so in terms of invoicing, for example, it was always me. Scheduling was always me. Whereas now I've got people that feel confident to do those things themselves so I can travel. But my days are much calmer. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would love to change is about efficiencies Um, But I'm using the word a lot and I'm trying to get that message across to my team that it's worth investing time to get things right, especially with all the changes this year. We've just moved to Pitch. It's been interesting. Um, That's a new software. A new software, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So I just work less hours now. Is that is that good from the perspective of more time to spend with your daughter? Well, it's great. Um, I mean... Yeah, but it's also good because it's not too stressy and hectic, although there are periods of the day that are stressy and hectic. Um, And I have to say that some months are much easier than others, depending on what's going on at any given time. Sure. Um, But I also, the office that I work in locks up at six, so I have to leave at six, which I don't enjoy because I quite like that quiet time and it doesn't open till nine. Um, 
to where you quite often go home and open the laptop back up and I don't you do switch off I do switch off I have this incredible ability to the point where it's it's a bit dangerous because I can I can go you know have a wonderful conversation with a potential new client who I'm gonna you know we're gonna organize to go and do the assessment Monday and you know it comes up and I go who's that I don't know, you know, I mean, I really switch off. If I need to, I can work Mm -hmm. from home. I don't enjoy it. I like to be in the office while I'm working. Sure. And when I'm at home, I like to be Netflix, YouTube, cooking or drinking, socialising type thing. Yeah. Um, But it took a while to get to that point. If you look back to day, day one... Would you would have turned the laptop off at six six pm or could definitely you? not? Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. It was so you know, eight thirty nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it felt like fourteen hour days, seven days a week. I mean, I've sat by the pool doing the invoicing. I've been at tennis lessons doing the scheduling. You know, on a Sunday, um, it's amazing what you can actually do. You can be anywhere and work. La- this time last year, I was away for three weeks, which and I, so it was probably four weeks because I was away a week, back for a week, away for three weeks, and I just had zooms and you know could do a little bit of work. It didn't impact my holiday at all, but I was still there and available for anything that comes up. And also the other thing, and I'm sure Amy will agree, is that at this stage, I only get involved when things are difficult. So a lot of the noisy stuff is dealt with, and I'm not involved. So it's also challenging, which is great because then I've got to really think about how to do things and use some brain cells. And But yeah, I switch off very well. Uh, Amy, take me through a day in the life for you uh, right now. And also, what, what did a day in the life look like at the outset of, of starting the business? So at the outset, um, I was working two jobs. So we had our office, which was in Fairham. And I used to work at Vision Express um, just around the corner. Used to come in at lunchtime, do recruitment, and um, and then go back to work, and then come back after work, and um, work until kind of ten o'clock at night because we put all of our savings into the business, and I was the the breadwinner, I suppose, at that time. Obviously, we weren't making any money at the beginning, um, so that was kind of day to day for a good probably year ish, um, and then as we were growing, I kind of was locoming with Vision Express and a few others, and I just kind of took less days um so that was the beginning um as i said we were just eating loads of takeout and just putting all of our energy into work um and trying to balance um you know our social lives and have have a life actually around it um but i'm sure our friends and and family were were a bit worried about us because we were quite stressed out a lot of the time but we do have a fantastic support system so that really did help um right now we, much like Jen, are more about problem solving, um, people managing, trying to support our team, um, trying not to get involved and give the solution so our teams can kind of think and um, and come up with their own ideas. Um, and it's quite hard to let go, isn't it? Hard to let go of your baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting because I feel like I've suddenly got my baby back because my RM's just left. So oh, I'm yeah, loving course. this week. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And, and that's what happens, isn't it? Because you have people in place and you're kind of like, oh, great, like everybody's doing their thing. Um, and then somebody leaves. So you have to step back in again. Yeah. So um, I don't think there's like been a point in the last seven and a half years where we've not been doing some hands-on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm doing all of the recruitment again because we um, recently, our recruitment lady has moved on. So we're also recruiting a new person, but in the meantime, I have to get stuck in again. Um, but no, we are a lot more kind of strategic and a lot more um, people focused in managing the team rather than doing 
you know the actual core stuff so mm -hmm. brilliant and that i guess now enables you slash kev to if you need to do school runs if you need yeah. to be sort of available kind of at the drop of the hat from yeah. a family perspective you're able to do yeah to do that exactly so we do the drop-offs in the morning we get in about quarter past nine um and we tend to leave around quarter past four half four and pick up the girls so yeah we've definitely got more of a balance can do those things um and since the pandemic we learned that if we're not in the office it's not the end of the world <laughs> um so that's been really cool so um, there'll be a couple of days a week where we'll work from home um, as well. And, um, and like I said, thanks to the team as well for, um, for doing everything that they do. So, What are school holidays like, Amy? Um, school holidays, we're very lucky to have our parents and our siblings to help out. So big shout out to them because, you know, they do step in. Like today, we were just talking about chicken pox and our little one's got chicken pox and my, my in-laws just stepped in literally, you know, at the last second so we could be here. Um, and I think that's a support systems, you know, really important. Um, but there are times where, yeah, you know, they're not available, nobody's available and you well, we take her in now because she's five. So she comes with us. And that was one of the things we really wanted, actually, for mm. her to see your parents at work um, and, and have, you know, value for working and hard work. So she comes in and she does shredding and she, like, you know, helps out. Brilliant. And, um, and, yeah, that's really fulfilling, actually, for us to see that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, inevitably, one of us has to stay back sometimes and, you know, we can't go. And that's also helped us with our balance and being like, actually, yeah, I can stay home today. I've got less on my calendar. You go in and we're lucky to have two. Uh, you know, Janet's a bit different for you. Um, but, yeah. Would you uh, sort of mention, obviously, the, the children coming into the office every so often? Would you, would you like that to be kind of the future for them to get more and more involved in the business? Definitely. Like um, when we were growing up, we grew up in family businesses and I have taken so much from that. And at the time I hated it. I come like after school and you have to like go to my parents shop and kind of like sit around or stack the shelves or, you know, do do those kind of things. Um, I was just like, oh, can I just go home and watch TV? But what I've got from it, you know, has helped me throughout my, my life. And, um, and so, yeah, I want the girls to really see, you know, hands-on stuff and not just have all of these things and not know where it comes from because it you know it obviously comes from a lot of hard work and um so yeah I do see them being involved in the future. Jen what would you say to someone that's kind of looking at franchising considering becoming a business owner but perhaps has some reservations around maybe a challenging home life what sort of considerations should they be thinking about? It's a really difficult one to answer because for me the challenges really outweighed everything else. Um, I have to think about that, really. Uh, so difficult. So for me, my daughter's a bit older. So the I don't have to, you know, today. Actually, she's helping me by being home with, with tonsillitis, whatever she's got. Yeah. Um, I felt that it was to my benefit because I do have the autonomy and freedom to come and go as I need. Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe that it's teaching her independence in a lot of ways because I can't be there to pick up, you know, to do everything. So sometimes now, and she hates it, you know, she has to get a taxi home from school and she'll do everything she possibly can to avoid it. If somebody was in this position and about to start, I would suggest that they're not scared of hard work yeah. at all because it is really tough. But But for me that was a buzz rather than anything else. Um, 
And if I could work and commute to London and have a full-time, full-on job in London for all those years when she was smaller, having a business locally was way easier because I was around, actually. I can't think of anything terribly negative to say about that. That's good. That's good. How about you, Amy? What sort of questions should should someone in that position be asking themselves around becoming a business owner if if perhaps home life's a bit bit hectic? Yeah, I think they're going to have to make some time. (laughs) Um... I, I don't think personally that, you know, you can go into this thinking that it's going to be like nine to five from the beginning. Um, and like when those challenges drop, like somebody leaves and, you know, there's a client who doesn't have care. You're in an industry where it's not good enough. You need to get somebody there. So, yeah, you have to be focused. You have to be ready to put time in. Um, if you've got very young kids, you need some sort of support system around you um for those moments um but yeah i think hard work is key like it looks very nice once you've got to a stage where you have got that balance um but i think if people could have a look at the hard work that goes into actually getting it to that point um it's nuts and there's some really low lows as well um but then there's also very high highs like jen said so we are very grateful for for what we've built through right at home and the support we've received from them. Um, but there's been a lot of hard work and late nights. So be ready for that for sure. Fantastic. Um, I think that tees up nicely for a bit forward looking. What what would you say the future holds for, for yourself, for Kev, the business, uh, and also family life? What sort of are you looking forward to in the, in the coming months and years? Um, I think um, we're taking each year as it comes. Whereas before we were kind of just like going a million miles, miles an hour. Um, We're going to see what kind of life we want to build now, um, going from where we are now. Um, We're excited to keep the flexibility that we have in our life and and have that balance and be able to spend time with the kids, but also um, fulfill our own ambitions. Um, So, yeah, I I can't say that, yeah, I'm just going to like float along because I'm just not that type of person. Um, But I think for now, we're just going to kind of keep our balance and, and see what it's like when they're 10 years old or when our kids are a bit older. Um, so yeah take each day as it comes fantastic and how about you Jen what does the future hold for you yeah so I'm in a slightly different position in that I've just turned 50 or I'm about to turn 51 actually so I've got 20 years um I've got no plans or strategies at all about my future I haven't thought about selling the business so it's to continue to be involved in it but potentially do more travel um but I mean nothing I'm not going you know I don't want to go away for three months I just would like to have those trips and that bit of sun and a bit of and the best thing most recently is being able to take a risk to look at upgrading our home and that's for me you know it's going to cost money and you know potentially having a swimming pool in the garden you know like these are the things that I can actually seriously consider it's crazy yeah, so at the moment, I know that the, the business can sell at some stage, but for now, I'm in it for the next 20 years. I've got nothing else, really. Amazing, that buzz that being part of the, kind of a key part of the community gives you is just oh, really, love it. you love it. I love it. I just love it. I love, I love, you know, I keep popping out to view houses at the moment and, and the estate because, oh, I saw you this day and I saw you that day and you're always walking around. and But being <laughs> some, because I grew up, in so many different countries, we move so many times. This is the longest I've been in one place and I've kind of got my roots in. And that is 
massive for me because family was always really important, but they were abroad and I was here and we were all moving around all the time. So it's more just having my roots in one place. And even now while we're looking, we don't want to leave our town. So Amy, uh, we've obviously touched on community being kind of at the heart of right at home. What have yourself and Kev done within your local community, kind of at the different stages as well? So sort of right at the outset, what groups and opportunities did you look to get involved in? Uh, and what have you been doing kind of more recently to, to engage with your local community? Um, so at the beginning, we were going out and meeting local charities and organisations that were linked to care. Um, we joined local networking groups um, and, you know, we, we we tried to just get to know people and befriend people, really. Um, we've never really liked the hard kind of sell kind of thing. Um, but as we were doing all the networking, you know, really opened our eyes to the amazing things that go on in the community. Um which we didn't really know much about because we, you know, we were like in our professions and we didn't really know what was going on in the local community like that. Um, but over the years, we've built some really good links with um, our local hospice, um, Mountbatten, Hampshire. Um, we've supported Rowan's Hospice. Um, Kev is on the committee for the DAG, which is the Belzeldon Hound and Portswood um, Dementia Group. Um, I was on the committee for the Southampton Dementia Festival. So we've tried to actually get involved with what's going on locally. And um, that's really helped us to understand what is available locally for our clients um, and also build a bit of a community for our caregivers so they can get involved in fundraising. We have coffee clubs. Sometimes the charities will come in and speak to our teams. Um, So it kind of just links together the different kind of things going out in the community, but also with our service. So, Amy, do you see any sort of overlap or parallels between what you're sort of doing in your in your business life, if you like, with sort of your own parents, your in-laws, your sort of your, your family? Yeah, definitely, because both Kevin and I lived with our grandparents growing up, um, and my grandmother's recently been um, diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Well, I say recently, but obviously it's been a journey. Um, and she's recently gone into a home um, and navigating that with our parents, with the rest of the family. And obviously, when you're somebody who's got kind of knowledge of the industry, everyone kind of turns to you um, and the emotions of it are very, very different. But it definitely fuels what you're doing and you want to make your service better. You understand your clients more um, and you can really feed that back into the business. So I think, you know, if you are close to your parents, your grandparents, the experiences that you have will 100% transfer into the way that you manage your business. Yeah, I mean, similar to Amy. um, So it's my parents that are starting to get to a stage where they may need help. Um, And when I receive phone calls from people who are calling up about their parents there are there are so many parallels in terms of the conversation you know when one person says you know a client potential client will say oh my father this is happening I said oh I understand you know I get it I you know I have similar situations with my parents um and it will be it will be interesting to see what happens when they do start to need help in fact, so my father's had a couple of biopsies yesterday. He's, they're both really fit and well. Mum still plays tennis all the time. She's in her late 70s. So they're, they're well and active. Um, but th- there will come a time where they will need some support and it'll be interesting to see how that goes. 
Amy, what does Right at Home mean to you? I just love what we do. I love helping people. I love our clients. Um, our caregivers and our office team are amazing. Kevin and I go home every day and feel like we're doing something really worthwhile. And there's no limit to it. There's like so much more we could do to make it even better for our clients. And I think, you know, that's really exciting, isn't it? When you can, you can, you can feel like I can, um, we're doing good, but we can do even better. I've just loved the whole journey from beginning to now. I know we've spoken a lot about um, the ups and downs, but actually I feel really passionate about what we do. And I'm really lucky to have found something because I don't think everybody does find their passion in life, do they? Um, but I think with right at home and in care, um, you can really invest emotionally in what you're doing and, and feel like you're making a difference. I can't imagine um, doing anything else and I feel incredibly grateful and lucky that I found, I mean, right at home, yes, but the fact, the model of us being able to do something like this, work within our community, doing good um looking after vulnerable people within our community, but also on a personal level. You know, I've always been, you know, salaried. And I put some goals in place at the beginning, before I started the business, you know, and two of those three goals, I've done it in five years. I worked really hard. And so I'm also really proud of what I've achieved. Um, but I couldn't imagine doing anything else but what I'm doing now. I love it. Just like Amy says, I love my team around me. I love the carers, um, I love my clients, I just love the whole thing. And that is the truth, it's completely authentic. Yeah, just, yeah. Amazing. Would Would you mind sharing what those goals that you set are? Yeah, I can share. So there's three things that are my go-to, actually I've got two and a half really, uh, where my goals were, um, con you know, luxury holidays. I hate flying, I like to sit on those nice comfortable chairs on a plane. Um, so, you know, I can take my daughter or my husband and I can take her and go wherever we want, whenever we want. Um, the other thing was really silly, but I think, yeah, it was a Tesla. I always wanted a Tesla from five years ago. I was like, I want one of those Model Xs, which I haven't got, but I have bought myself a, a Model Y, which I love. I love driving. I love, I hate driving normally. You know, it's fun. And I've bought it myself. Like it's my, it's my car. There's, yeah. And then the third thing was having one day a swimming pool because I love being outdoors and I love being in water. Um, I have had a hot tub for the last couple of years that's got better. I keep kind of getting a better one. Uh, but, you know, there's a chance I might be able to have a swimming pool one day. My hot tub makes me really happy. I love being in there. I love being in the sun. Um, and I just be on my own and just, I love it. So, two and a half of the things so the luxury travel my little toy tesla or big toy tesla and um a swimming pool one day maybe a big thank you to jen and amy for sharing their insights on juggling family life and building a business a lot of useful takeaways and insights that will hopefully help you as you explore your own journey with the Right at Home franchise opportunity.